Welcome to the Meta One Coin Report, exploring the world of private digital currency through the eyes of human rights and empowerment for humanity. Here's your host, Leanne Carroll. Today, we take a deep dive on the subject of freedom. What is the actual definition of freedom? Are we really free in our lives? Is freedom something worth fighting for? MetaOne is a financial model that creates a platform to implement an abundant life. It reshapes the idea of scarcity and lack in currency. Flipping it around, building a currency backed by gold assets held in a private trust, allowing the value of the currency to be unencumbered or manipulated by outside forces. It's an agent of change, creating solutions for empowerment and personal freedom. Universal Law is also an agent of change, offering solutions for empowerment and freedom. If you like the subject of freedom, fasten your seatbelt. This conversation is extremely refreshing, and it's not for the faint of heart. Justin is back on the podcast for lively and enlightened conversation. Please join me in welcoming Justin to the podcast. Hey, it's great to be here. I I love talking with you, Leanne. Thanks for having me back on. Absolutely. And I thought today's conversation could be more along the lines of just freedom as an idea, an update to what's going on with Meta One, Mm -hmm. and whatever else we decide to banter about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That sounds good. I like that idea. Yeah. And and it kind of gets me into, you know, I see these, these, the people in the streets in France and in England, it's all over the world, masses amount of people in the streets. You would never know it unless you were watching or paying attention to alternative media. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, that, uh, I don't know how many people know. I mean, maybe some people don't know because it depends on what kind of media you look, you look and listen to and so on and so forth. But was it two weekends ago? I think um, uh, Macron, uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, but the prime minister of France basically came out and told the French people that um, they are going to be sort of uh, requiring vaccine passports um, and then additionally, they are considering um, a mandatory vaccination law for all um, French citizens. And the French know how to revolt for sure, because they all came out in the streets. That happened on a Friday when they came out in the streets uh, all across the country in just hundreds of thousands. And uh, Macron on Monday or Tuesday backed off from all of that. So that just gave me goosebumps. It was just like, wow, you know, that is the way to do it. That is the way to unite the human voice, because that is what they are most afraid of. And you can see that, you know, not even a lot of these quote unquote world leaders will really push against the will of the people. But the will of the people must be united for that to happen, in my opinion. That was, it was just so beautiful to see the strength of the people and the yeah. uniting and then having them back off. And so, so, so now they're going to have to figure out what else they're going to do. You know, how else can they skin this cat? You know, how sure. are they going to get it done? And, and, and I hope they get stopped every time. 
Me too. I mean, you could see it last weekend. I mean, for those who don't know as well, you know, Leanne was just speaking about the 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 rallies around the world in the 20, it was two days ago, the 24th, there was, uh, you know, I don't know who organized it, but there was a massive call to action all over Europe and Australia. Um, and the United States didn't join in. I don't know why, but, um, uh, you know, and, and there were, uh, the pictures are just incredible, incredible. Uh, from the UK to France, to Germany, to Slovenia, to Australia, New Zealand. Uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty amazing. And, you know, Australia is in uh, lockdown right now. They, they haven't really come out. So uh, to see that many people on the streets, just defying what is a very draconian and definitely de- definitely doesn't go on the line along the lines of common law, you know, mandate around being locked down and not being able to come out of your house, except for, you know, you can like jog three meters or three kilometers or something like that and, you know, go to the grocery store. You know, I thought it was incredible to see those massive crowds all over Australia. And it really gets me into the idea of freedom and and why do we have to revolt so that we can have it? I mean, why don't we just have it? Yeah, I I completely agree with you. Why do we have to ask someone for our freedom or for the ability to, I mean, the whole thing, it it does make sense that if there is a, um, a virus or something that can really do harm that we all work together to, to beat it down or whatever. And that I can, I can kind of see that working together to make sure that everybody stays well, but this isn't what is going on. Yeah, for sure. Um, and there's also just, I think that even if you're not now, here's the thing for me is like, I really believe in that common law principle of as long as you're not harming others or other, you know, other human beings property, then you can do whatever you want. And to be honest, in this situation, I don't really think it matters if you believe that the coronavirus is a real thing, or you believe that it's spun out of proportions for another alternative agenda. I think the thing is, is that this is a catalyst that's showing the entire world what has happened to our freedom because this is not a new thing. This this whole uh, grab for liberties and freedom is, is not something that just you know is a new idea that that came up you know started in you know December of 2019 when the coronavirus was introduced. It's happened for a very long time, and honestly, the idea of freedom is not something that many take seriously or practice these days. Um, you know, I, I, you have a lot of people that are internet personalities and others that definitely use the word freedom. Um, but I really see a very small group of people that actually walk the walk and talk the talk and understand what real freedom and what that word freedom means. And it's really important for all of humanity to be reminded of what the definition of freedom is, because if we don't have a really clear understanding of what freedom is, then how are we supposed to ask for it? How are we supposed to stand up and protect those unalienable rights that were given to us by God, by creator? They weren't given to us by 
any other man, uh, a world leader, um, you know, establishment uh, system. The Constitution in the United States of America does not give you freedom. It protects those freedoms. It's supposed to, um, if we were still actually following it or using it. But that's the important part is I think that people have gotten completely spun out of control because of the way that history has been woven and told um, and the way that we've been manipulated and programmed over the years over and over again through many different ways to act like slaves, you know, and people really don't like to hear other people say that word or call them a slave, but unfortunately it's the truth. The truth will set you free. So we have to start somewhere. We have to start with understanding what the definition of the word freedom is. So um, I, 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 liked, I like words. I like to look up words. I like to really understand them because I also believe that, that our language has been hijacked and that a lot of the, a lot of the meanings of words get skewed and, and changed and so on and so forth. So Leanne, what, is, what does freedom mean to you? What, what would you divine, define freedom as? I would say that freedom to me is I own myself Mm. and I don't need to ask permission from anyone. That's really good to live my life. Yeah. Okay. So in my research, what I found is uh, there's a, there's a few different definitions. Okay. We're going to start out with the traditional general English definition um, from Webster's dictionary. The, the, and the definition of the word freedom is the quality or state of being free, such as a, the absence of necessity, coercion, or constraint in choice or action B liberation from slavery or restraint or from the power of another and see the quality or state of being exempt or released usually from something erroneous. So that's the just typical general definition of the word freedom. Now, number A, the absence of necessity, coercion, or constraint in choice or action. Now, I mean, for me, I, I would love to hear what your thoughts are. I mean, I, I, when I think about that, I'm like, I think about all of the different things that have, that have been the catalyst that has happened around this alleged coronavirus pandemic and the, the requirements and mandates and all of these different things that these um, so-called, you know, governments want us to do with our bodies. I mean, does that not sound like coercion and constraint and choice? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. You know, so we have to start to think about this because I'm not I'm not here to have a debate or conversation about if the coronavirus is true or not. That's not what I want people to understand from this. What I want people to understand from this is we're just using the coronavirus situation to really dig deep into what freedom is, because I think that every human being on the planet can agree that freedom is the most important part of this existence in in the physicality. Wouldn't you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and to be able to have access to things that you need. Yeah, for sure. 
So now we're going to look at the legal definition because this is, um, you know, important. We have to remember that legal definitions are very different from uh, from from typical uh, regular English definitions. So this comes from Black's Law Dictionary, the fifth edition. And this is the definition of the word freedom, the state of being free, liberty, self-determination, absence of restraint, the opposite of slavery, the power of acting in the character of a moral personality, according to the dictates of, of will, without other check, hindrance or prohibition, than such as may be imposed by just and necessary laws and the duties of social life, the prevalence in the government and constitution of a country of such system of laws and institutions as to secure civil liberty to individual citizens. So let's break down the word freedom. So the essence of the word freedom, the root literally comes from the, the, the old English word frio, which means exempt from uh, or not in bondage, acting of one's own will. Now, many people, when they think of the word bondage, they think about physical bondage, being in jail or being handcuffed or things like that. But we have to expand our thinking outside of that because there are many other forms of bondage. There are, are mental forms of bondage. There are emotional forms of bondage. Um, and, and there are energetic forms of bondage. And, you know, even if we just want to look at this um, whole situation, let's just take masks, for example, from a completely neutral standpoint. And we want to look at it from the lens of just is it is it, is it along the lines of upholding and defending freedom on this planet or it's not? You have to look at that from this, you know, the root of, of what free means, which is ex not in bondage, exempt from acting from one's own free will. So from that case, it's not. It, uh, you are in bondage because you know what? I can make a very sound argument that masks are something that can cause psychological harm especially to younger children. I mean, you know, I, I've, I've done some traveling lately and in my traveling, I've been, you know, noticing a lot that, that parents, a lot of parents are starting to do things like, um, you know, make their kids wear masks everywhere. Like I was out on the street the other day, walking on the street and there's this little, like probably five-year-old boy in the street. He's just having fun, playing up a good time. And his mom walks over and puts a freaking face shield on his, on his head. And, you know, that kind of, behavior just because of a, of a quote-unquote mandate from a government who thinks they have power um, is really something that could be very detrimental and harmful uh, psychologically. And that can put you into a mental bondage because you can have PTSD from that. You can have other things that haven't even been studied in this specific situation with these masks um, that can really be a big harm to humanity that we don't even realize. Um, and so this is why learning and educating and looking at things like the definitions of words is really important because we forget. We, you know, we, we, a lot of us go to go, go through the typical traditional education system 
which is a whole nother story and a whole nother podcast. And we get a very skewed version of reality, a very skewed version of language. We don't spend enough time on studying things like freedom. And then we start to forget about it. It just becomes this this fantasy that we want to talk about, the, the Constitution and 1776 and all of this kind of stuff. But we have to realize that you know, at least in the United States, I agree with me if, if, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, Leanne, but I'm pretty sure that the founding fathers would be rolling in their graves right now if they, if they could see what has happened and the erosion of freedom. Oh, there's definitely been an erosion, but I think that a lot of them knew, um, the, the, the structures, for instance, Instead of using, I think that originally it was, we had unleanable rights instead of unalienable rights. And we also, they also said that we can have liberty. And when you, when you get off of a ship, you have liberty, but you have to conduct yourself in a certain way. And you're, you're still under the authority of the captain of that ship, no matter where you are on the land and you can be called back on the ship. So I don't think we've ever been free because of the, I I think that the freedom that you're talking about, I don't think it's really ever existed here. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it existed before, um, you know, modern society, right. (laughs) You know, maybe, maybe it existed when, uh, you know, when there was not a lot of this um, modern um, structures of, of uh, so-called government and so on and so forth. And to make another point about freedom and free society, there were free people on the planet or on the continent when the colonists came over and look, yeah. what, look what happened to them. Yeah. Yeah. My people. Yeah. <laughs> they <absolutely>. were free. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were very free and we were, there were, um, there were over, you know, 300 nations in, on, on what we call Turtle Island, which is North America. Um, and they were, uh, you know, we, yeah, sure. We had our differences sometimes, but we've all lived pretty much very peacefully. Um, and we, we were like that for thousands of years before, you know, the, 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 the white guys showed up in their, in their ships and thought they would take over and kill us all. So, you know, it's true. I mean, it's absolutely true. So there are layers of freedom and the layers of perception of freedom and the kind of freedom that you and I are talking about is self-governance is, is is self-governance. I mean, you know, it's supposed to be, you know, I I think that was the thing that was the, 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 the great experiment, right. You know, that, that the United States of America was called, you know, it's, that's what, that's what this was supposed to be. But you know, it's, it's, it's gotten completely out of control. And, you know, that's what people have to realize is we have to come back to the definition of the, of what this means. And it goes beyond just the definition of the word. It is the true essence of what it means to be human on this physical plane. We were given these you know, these rights and by, by our creator, we were born with them and it is our, is our, it's our birthright to be free. It's not about anybody else. And that's the attitude that we have to have that we have to be empowered to be able to stand up and say, you know, no, uh, I'm not going to 
to give away my freedom just so I can have a little security. Like Benjamin Franklin said, you know, if you, if you give away your freedom for a little security, then, you know, you don't deserve either. And that's the truth. It's, it's the absolute truth of it. Um, and, uh, you know, so going back to the definition of the word freedom. So we've talked about what, where free comes from. So let's talk about where dom comes from. Dom um, comes from the old English word dom, um, and it means a statue or judgment. So if you put free dom together, it means exempt from, not in bondage, acting of one's own free will. So exempt from statue or judgment. You know, and so uh, we have to remember because we have forgotten, we've completely forgotten as humanity and we go, it's a slippery slope when you start to say, okay, I'm going to wear a mask today and I'm going to this and that because it's for public health and safety, if that's what you believe or whatever, you know, and then it's okay, well, you know, I've got to, I've got to get this vaccine because of this, that or whatever, you know, and then, you know, oh, well, yeah, it should be that way. If if someone is unvaccinated, they shouldn't be able to go to the grocery store or go to concerts or this and that and, that and this. No, that that's that is allowing, uh, you know, freedoms to be taken away that should not be allowed ever. You know, it needs to be a fair uh, model of presenting this to the world. And if it was actually a, a real, true uh, situation, that's the way it would be presented, right? Where the information would be presented, we would be following common law and be like, here's the information about this virus and this vaccine. Here's all the information. You can make a decision on if you want to wear a mask, if you want to get this vaccine, so on and so forth. And if you don't, that's totally fine. But, you know, Leanne, I, I read a, an article yesterday that just goes to show you how far we've gotten away from the definition of freedom. Germany. Ang Angela Merkel, a few days ago, came out and said that if the coronavirus the coronavirus cases continue to go up, then they're going to con they're going to consider implementing laws in which unvaccinated will not be able to go to the grocery store. They will not be able to go to any uh, movie theater or shopping mall, and they will not be able to go to any public event. And everyone will have to have a vaccine passport. Now, can we start to think about what this sounds like? Show me your papers. I mean, it sounds like we're going back to Nazi Germany again, doesn't it? Well, we're definitely in 1936, 1937 ah. Germany. <laughs> it blows my mind. There's no, there's no doubt about it. You know, and it's like this cognitive dissonance thing where it's like, are you serious? Most people don't know the, 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 the totalitarian tiptoe, if I could borrow a word from David Icke, how the Germans actually took over. Yeah. That's not taught. And, and, and you really have to do your own um, looking into things. I don't, I don't even like the word research anymore, but you really need to understand what happened, what allowed it to happen, what allowed it to happen in people's minds. You know, people were being taken from their houses at four in the morning and the neighbors did nothing about it. I mean, what brought the society to that point? 
Yeah. Nobody oh. thinks, and you know, they will never educate you enough to take them over. You know, they will never give you enough information to figure things out. Yeah. And so we have these generations of people who were just, you know what I call school, and there's a lot of things to respect about school and, and taking all that into account. It's basically programmed programmers programming, mm -hmm. you know, and even, even school, you know, tests are, and, and programming is administered and tests are administered and they have these huge administration buildings. I mean, it, it, the words are right there. And if you look at it, if it just, everything is draconian about it. It's very draconian. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, there are good things though. I mean, um, I'm not knocking the whole system. I'm painting with the broad brush. I don't want anybody to listen to this podcast. And no, I mean, I think that this is a really, it's a really important point because it, it just comes back to the topic and the, the core of this whole conversation, which is we have to remember, um, we have to remember what freedom really is and what we're definitely, what we're, what that defines in today's modern societal structures, we give an enormous amount of free will and power away. Um, we do. We do. But, but just think about this, Justin, think about everything that will have to change in order for this type of thinking to be the norm. Think about when you go to church, what you're taught at church, how you are nothing and you're a sinner and, and, you know, you hope to have everlasting life. And I went to a, I went to a celebration of life at a, at a church and a lot of people, this is a very well attended church in a very wealthy area. And they were talking like after everybody told their stories and after everybody just, you know, shared their experiences with this person that passed and celebrating their life, the, the main minister came up and reminded everybody that, that we, we come here and we have a life and we only hope for everlasting life. I mean, just, just the dumbness of it. And nobody shook their head. Nobody rolled their eyes. Nobody, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's the, it's everything that we're taught. And if you think about it, we're still it, just like, you know, Robert was saying how, you know, these, these freedom people are wanting to get back to the constitution, something that was written hundreds of years ago. And what we really need to do is what we're talking about here is understand what freedom is and why, why we have to fight for it and why we, we need to make it available when yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, it's a new idea of freedom, not the old and these churches and what, what this guy was saying, it was so dark ages. You know, yeah. nothing has changed. And I mean, even air travel, um, my niece is going to, to, to Greece for her uh, graduation, which I think is fantastic, but they're spending 17 hours in a plane. We haven't changed. I mean, do you think the military and, and the, the people that, that actually have technology spend 17 hours going across the planet? No, no, definitely not. We yeah, know. Yeah. It's. Anyway, I'm, 
I'm going yeah, off. No. I mean, it's, it's, it's just all the things and the people in the streets, you know, the people that, that um, the people who don't want to go to work because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't, we need more meaning. There's no, there's no meaning. And I mean, what we're talking about and to be able to make it normal, just everything, every corner, everything, every corner, every stone that's been unturned, we have to turn it back. You know, we have to hit all of the the spots. Yes, this is this is like that scene in the Matrix where Neo is in the hallway and the two uh, agents are coming after him. And all of a sudden he sees all the code around the room and what the Matrix is built of. And he realizes exactly what he needs to do. And agents uh, shoot their guns at him and he just, you know, stops all the bullets and they drop to the floor and then he kicks their butts. You know, that is the moment that humanity needs to have right now. We need to, you know, take massive action to uphold our um, unalienable human rights. Um, And we need to, you know, we really need to get rid of this the biggest issue that we have in the world, which honestly is not any of these people, it's not the control structures, it's not any of this at all. It's the lack of the majority of human humanity's desire to truly practice the art of living free. That is the evil that we must undertake to remedy. It's 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 very important because if if we we can stand here and 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 yell and scream about how. You know we're we're being oppressed and 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 freedom is being taken away, and we can try and take down these control structures and talk about how they're controlling things all day long. But if we're not gonna we're not gonna take our power back, if we're not gonna stop giving our power away, if we're not going to realize and and live and walk the walk every single day. You know I don't remember his name, but there was a, a gentleman that um, Sherry from the Right to Know was telling me about. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, who has never worn a mask um, on any airplane ever through this entire pandemic. Now, that guy is a damn hero because he is standing up for what he believes in and he is standing up for freedom. Because like I said, it's not about are you going to wear a mask or are you not? Are you going to take the vaccine or are you not? No, it's you can take a vaccine and wear a mask all day long. You've worn five masks if you want. Just don't make me do that. You know, and that's what is happening here. We're being forced against our, many of us, our spiritual beliefs to do things that we don't want to do with our body, with our minds, with, you know, um, with many different things. You know, it's like my brother just started to go going to college and my mom was just telling me yesterday that um, they're not, they're not letting the, they're not allowing the students, uh, they're not requiring the students to wear masks or anything, but all of the teachers had to get masks and they were, if, if they didn't, they were threatened to be fired. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable what's happening and people need to wake up. We need to be able to, we need to take our power back and we need to go back to what the definition of freedom is. You know, the, the, the absence of necessity, corrosion, or constraint in choice or action. You know, I would just keep, think about that, what that really means. And of course, you know, freedom goes behind, goes past what 
the words can define. It's something much deeper than that. But even from that simple um, definition, you can totally see what is freedom and what is not freedom. And you know, I've got to say that if you don't have a world in which um, freedom reigns and and you are free, then then what are we doing here at all in the first place? I mean, there's just there's just just no there's no point to it. Um, so. You know, we all have to be more like the French. We all have to be, but we have to take action. You know, that's the thing is that a lot of people I talk to, a lot of, um, you know, even a lot of uh, our team members like, and were expressing um, when they went, then they've been to a few major events lately with really great people who are really interested in doing something, but people don't know what to do. They don't know that, you know, it's like, okay, we go out in the streets and we, and we rally and we have all these amazing people together. And I've been to a lot of, a lot of those, um, you know, types of rallies. I went to the very first, um, you know, rally against the Iraq war in the, in the early, in the mid nineties in Washington, DC, um, you know, but here's the thing that I always find about that, which is interesting. And I'd love to hear your opinion on it too. You know, you get these massive amounts of people that come out when something happens and it's just, it, it even hits the consciousness of the most asleep people. And they're just like, we need to do something about this. And they come together and it's amazing. And, and it, the energy is incredible, but then nothing comes of it after that. We all just go back to doing the same thing that we were doing before that. Do you notice that too? Yeah, I do. It's, it's like you expend the energy and you put it somewhere and then you go back to your life because you have bills to pay and you have, you know, there's, there's, um, you know, because of the programming and it's kind of what I was saying earlier, not everyone gets it. You know, the people that were protesting along with you, they were a minority and probably around in their own circle. And so it takes a lot of example. It takes a lot of leadership to continue it in your own life and influence others around you. And I think that's what's happening too. I think I do see America waking up. I do. I think that the more, the further this goes and the more things just don't make sense, I, I think people are going to start connecting dots. Yeah. What, what I would really like for people to do is just turn off their television. Yeah. yeah. And it, it you know, you, you're watching the television, the, the virus exists. You turn off the television, you go outside. It doesn't exist. It's like, where is it? Turn off the television and open a book. Yeah. Yeah. And just my dad was all, you know, he's, he's 86 and he's always been really healthy and he's, he's all worried about the, the virus. And mm -hmm. I said, well, you know, you know how to get rid of the virus. Don't you? He goes, how? I said, turn off your television. And he <laughs> laughed. <laughs> and that's how you do it, dad. Just, just turn off your television and it will go away. I promise. And, and even if you look at the death figures from 2019 to 2020, they're the same, but the, the causes of death changed, but the death rates and the death numbers didn't change. Did the causes of death change though? That's the question that I asked myself because I saw a very interesting- In the catalog it did. Demo from the FDA yesterday. Uh, and just chew on this, everybody. Uh, basically they came out and said um, that 
they are advising all laboratories in the United States to stop using the PCR test and use other means of testing for the coronavirus because the PCR test cannot differentiate between the flu and the coronavirus. Well, you know, the test itself is not the diagnostic, it's the practitioner. I mean, because all it is, is a magnifying glass for RNA that exists, you know, it, it multiplies it out so that you can see it. It doesn't say whether there's the, the, the PCR test is just a magnifying glass. It's yeah. not a diagnostic. And so it's, it's up to the practitioner to look at a sequence and say, yes, this is, I recognize this, this RNA sequencing. It is, you know, influenza A or influenza B, just like the guys at, at the researchers at Harvard, they were supposed to be taking a look at the, the, the coronavirus versus other um, flus and everything that all the samples that they received were influenza A, influenza B. So they wrote the CDC and said, we, we need an example of the coronavirus. We don't have anything that, that, that to compare it to um, so that we can know whether we have a positive or not. And the CDC wrote back and says, well, we don't have any samples of the coronavirus. We don't, yeah. <laughs> it only exists on a, on a computer model. Yeah. I mean, technically. Yeah. You know, it's mind blowing. So, you know, I think the question here is, you know, what, what can people do, right? What is the, you know, what is the, what action can we take? Because that's what everyone's starving for who are starting to wake up or awoke, who are awake, who are awake. Um, who, yeah, no, and I think number one um, is remember what the definition of freedom is. And, you know, we have to, we have to have an iron line in the sand. We have to have, you know, we have to not, um, not go down that slippery slope, you know, for giving away your freedom for a little security or a little false security, because really it's an illusion, you know, yeah. it's like, talking about all of these systemic systems are an illusion. The, the, the ways that our education system, our judicial system, I mean, the fact that there are people out there who still believe that there is some kind of fair and right balanced equity and honor in the judicial system are just out of their minds. It's not that way, you know, yeah. and, and that's not the answer. The answer is universal law. The answer is, educating yourself about what's happening, correcting your status if you are from the United States of America, and then standing up for your freedoms. And the more people that do it together, the, the, the more of an impact we're going to have. And, you know, what, what, can, um, what can people who are not from the United States or from the rest of the world do? Well, they can, uh, you know, if you haven't bought, you can buy Meta One Coin, um, and you can become a part of the financial revolution for freedom because that is what Meta One Coin is. You know, I was having a conversation with someone the other day, and you know, it's so interesting when you start to talk about Meta One. And at the beginning, they kind of some some people don't get it, and they're kind of like, okay. And then you can just see that light bulb moment, you know, where they're just like. Wow. And, you know, this is what we are doing. We are the remedy to the corrupt financial system. You know, it's like if we have a, a, a corrupt financial system that is not going to work anymore, what do we have to do? We have to create a new financial system. And that is what we've done.
You know, cryptocurrency is honestly, I think the best invention, probably the most important invention to humanity since the, the invention of the internet, or I would say the, the gift of the internet, uh, the technology of the internet. Um, and, you know, you have to think about it from that perspective. One of the biggest thing, one of the biggest um, and the most enslaving systems on the planet is the, fi- the current financial system for everyone, for every human being. And every human being can participate and be a part of Meta One because we are on a mission to, to make lack and scarcity a thing of the past on this planet in which everyone has the means and everyone has the abundance to be able to really do everything they want to do because like you were saying, Leanne, um, you know, uh, people want something more. They want to be fulfilled. And, and, and that's another unalienable right that the creator gave us is we are not supposed to come here and work our asses off in these ridiculous, mundane, mainstream jobs for, you know, 45, 50 years of our life, 60 years, and then maybe have 20 good years left and then die of heart cancer because we, you know, or heart cancer, heart disease, because we, you know, drank too much and smoked too much and ate too much bad food because we were programmed to do so. You know, we're here to thrive. We're here to create. We're here to offer our gifts. And imagine if that financial freedom was there, then the the natural gifts of everybody could be could be expressed. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm a I am a um like a huge proponent of the arts. That's actually my background. I come from an arts background. I grew up in theaters. I was a dancer. Um, I I went to school for lighting design. And I worked in that in that industry for a very long time, and you know, I'm really. Um, very saddened by what has happened to the to the uh, entertainment industry and the arts industry, um, especially the, the mom and pops um, from this coronavirus pandemic, alleged pandemic. Um, it's insane. And, you know, imagine a world where anyone who wanted to be a singer, anyone who wanted to be an artist, anyone who wanted to be a musician could do that and they could express themselves and they had a platform to express themselves and they that was just what they did and they didn't have to worry about that and some people say oh well that's a that's a that's a dream and far in the future and it's not it is not a dream far in the future we have already created it meta one is is the 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 answer the financial system and so i think that's the biggest action that anyone can take who is, you know, obviously universal law is an incredible tool. And, you know, a lot of it is focused in the United States of America. I want to see everybody who is over the age of 18 in SPC and, and learning and growing and actually taking your power back. But the rest of the world, you know, all of those people who are standing up all over the world in Europe and France and Australia, you know, become part of the new financial system because that is liberation. That is taking a step and standing up for your freedom. You know, when you are not taxed, when you are not, when your money is not taken away from you and stolen from you and used against you, you know, then we can actually start to create heaven on earth on this world. And, you know, these are not far-fetched things. These are not things that we our, our Star trek you know, future, you know, visions Futuristic. of... Futuristic. Yeah. We, can, we, ha- we can have it now. now. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I mean, we're we're within a grasp reach of Meta One fully becoming live and online and all of those things and the bank coming uh, very nearly after it. And that is freedom. You know, like I said on the last podcast, imagine having your own private bank, which you have a wallet and you can send money wherever you want. You can transact wherever you want. You know, I met a guy who's creating eco communities all over the world because he really believes that there is a mass migration happening. Um, he was talking about places like Mexico and Belize and other places in South America who's um, he has friends who work in the consulates and they're saying that there are so many applications for permanent residency from Westerners that they've had to stop taking applications because everyone wants to get the heck out of the big cities in the United States and in Canada, where it's just insane and horrible and you have to wear masks, you have to have vaccine to go to work and all these things. And they're going to these places. And so he is creating communities of awakened people who are eco-friendly, who are, want to preserve the earth, who want to help and heal the earth. And I said to him, imagine, imagine having a self-sustaining community where you have a decentralized way to transact. You don't have to have a bank account with a Federal Reserve Bank. You can just have your community. You can have businesses. You can have uh, people who, you know, are farmers and who are, you know, entrepreneurs and who want to offer services or goods or whatever. And you can transact literally in your own sovereign community. How freaking beautiful would that be? Mm, it, it'll be sort of bringing it back to the way things were, you know, before it, it, it would be very powerful. There's a guy I like to listen to on YouTube that I've, I learned a lot about economics from him. And he basically says, produce more than you consume. Yeah. Give, give more than you take yep. in, in every, and, and you can look at that in every category yep. and that's how you thrive. That is how you thrive. Absolutely. It's totally how you thrive. And that's the best thing. I mean, that's what we're all here to do is serve humanity, serve each other, because, you know, we're all one and we have to, we have to liberate ourselves first. We have to remember the definition of freedom. We have to stand up and empower ourselves because no one is here to save us. Right. There's no one else that's here to save us. You know, we're not waiting on somebody to revive the Constitution or to have another American revolution or another president to come into office or something of this nature. That That's not going to fix the problem. The problem has to be fixed by us and it has to be fixed by us coming together. It has to be fixed by us by choosing to use a different system. If everyone just stops using the U.S. dollar, what's going to happen to the United States of America, the fiction, the corporation? It's going to collapse. It's not going to exist anymore. And people are afraid of that, maybe, because they say, what's going to happen afterwards? Well, we create after that. That's what we are. We are creators. So let's create. Let's make an incredible world, a beautiful world. You know, I mean... I think that's one of the reasons why the Mother Earth has been treated so horribly by humanity is because we're programmed and we eat shit and, you know, we 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 watch TV and we do all of these things that have been uh, we've been indoctrinated into. And we're so focused on the nine to five grind. How do we put food on the table that we're not able to pay attention to anyone else? We're not able to stand up for our freedoms. We're not able to protect our planet, you know, and 
That's exactly right. Protect our planet. We have to. Mm -hmm. We have to protect ourselves and each other. And the other thing too, is, you know, we're talking about freedom and you feel it, or it it really comes from your heart and it really comes from inside. And when we, and I, I mentioned religion as, as being a big problem because it doesn't allow you, or it takes you out of the mindset of you are infinite source infinite intelligence, infinite love, infinite consciousness, infinite awareness, you are infinite power. And you, you are, are bigger and more powerful than you can possibly imagine. And your thoughts and your feelings create your reality. It creates the world. And if we knew we were that powerful, that that's why they do what they do to, to take our mind and our creation and wrangle it so that it, it, supports what they want and what they want to do. And we, as we awaken, we pull our minds and we pull our hearts out of their um, ideas, their paradigms. I don't even pay attention to what quote unquote, they are doing anymore. I don't care because I'm not doing that. I'm not going there. And that's, that's exactly what you're talking about too, with the, the ecosystems that, I mean, metal one is creating a parallel system to transact that exists along with the system that's, that's fading away. It's sort of, it's, it's almost as if as, as the boat is sinking, there's um, new, there's like a raft coming up to bring it back up, you know, and people are doing this in medicine. They're doing it in, with, with, in just religion, they're doing it in education. They're doing it in healing. I mean, look how many yoga studios there are. If you look at the word yoga, you like to break down words. I mean, it's, it's the yoke. It's, it's the coming together of the body, mind, and spirit. And the more people that do that, no one is going to accept the trash anymore. I went to the park the other day and there's these beautiful um, volleyball courts and there's a, a red, white, and blue court. And it's, it, it's really nice. It's really big picnic tables around and trash cans everywhere. And there were so many water bottles and Gatorade bottles just left on the ground around this, this one picnic table. It, it, it made me sick. And it's like, who did this? I mean, there's a trash can literally right next to their picnic table. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really like who would leave their trash in this beautiful lighted tennis court, um, volleyball court that was created so that young people can come and, and gather together and play with each other, you know, and, and interact. And then they leave their trash. Yeah, but here, here, here's the thing, though, is, you know, we were just talking about how all of these ideas need to be completely dismantled, right? And all of these paradigms that we're in right now, that, that is a, that's a perfect example, right? In, yeah. in your thought process, you go, okay, well, they pick up the tracks, they put it in the trash can, and things are better. Well, honestly, it's the, you know, it's the same thing. If they put it in the trash or they leave it on the ground because the trash ends up being put, put it back into the earth. That's what I was going to say too, is recycling. People think recycling is amazing. Only 9% of plastic in the entire world actually gets recycled. So we live in this idea, you know, it's like, I used to work for Greenpeace and um, I thought that it was amazing and I was helping the world and blah, blah, blah. But it, it, I had another awakening where it's like, no, we're making ourselves feel good 
Um, and we think that we're doing something to help, but we're really not because we have to, we have to rethink all of these things. There's other technology that can get rid of our, uh, rid of our trash. That's like the least of our worries, Yeah. You know, but people need to wake up and realize and understand that this, that all of this is an illusion and it's a, it's thought processes that we have to just get rid of and, that starts with our own inside of ourselves, our own empowerment, our own freedom um, and standing up for each other. And, and that's what Meta One is doing. We are just creating a community of people who want to be free. That's all we want to do. We just want to help people be free because that is what we're lacking in this world. We don't have freedom. There is no freedom in this world. And until we realize that and we come to that to that point, we go, okay, well, we need to do something about this. We really need to do something about this because to be honest, it's not even about me. It's about serving humanity and it's about our future generations. It's about our kids, 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 kids. You know, what kind of world do we want them to be to live in? Do we want them to live in a world that's prosperous and abundant and everyone is able to express their own natural talents and be able to do whatever they want to do and not have to work uh, at some stupid job that they don't like and, you know, become an alcoholic and all of these different things, all these plagues that we have in the world? Or do we want them to be, you know, transhuman cyborgs that are just a slave to the system? That's really the two choices that we have right now. And I really believe that, you know, honestly, uh, humanity is at a tipping point right now. And we, ha we have to choose to stand up for freedom and we have to choose to free ourselves because there's a huge belief, I think, um, that they're, you know, we're locked in a cage and we need someone else. We need somebody to take that key and to put it in the lock and to open the door and say, hey, okay, you can go now. And that's not the truth. We have the key. We already have that key. Right. We don't need permission. We need yeah. to just use the key. Exactly. We just need to use the key and unlock the door and walk out. That's all you need to do. And yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Because you've been inside the cage for so long. You've got, you know, um, uh, Stockholm syndrome and you're like, you know, I kind of liked it in there. Uh, maybe you know, maybe I should go back. No, no, you have to go out the door and you have to never look back and you have to continue to stand up for your own freedom because no one else is going to do it for you. And, um, you know, if you haven't, if you're listening to us for the first time, you know, take a listen, uh, take a read to our white paper at meta1.io, check out universal law, universal law, 8.io. Uh, we got a real, a lot of really exciting things happening. We just launched a telegram chat uh, for all of our universal law um, uh, students um, and something that I don't think a lot of people understand, you know, universal law is not just going to be uh, about education. It is, and it is about empowerment, but we are also uh, an inter international human rights law firm and we are going to be um, soon uh, opening up our doors to be able to do a lot of uh, international human rights work and to help people who have been uh, oppressed by the system. But, you know, we are only offering the tools for you to empower yourself. You have to pick up and you have to learn, you know, it's just like, 
when you when you first learned how to use a hammer. It's like if you've never used a hammer before, then you're you're not going to know to bang the nails and to build whatever you want to build. You've got to learn, you've got to practice, and you've got to get better at using that hammer or using you know whatever tool it is. It's just a tool. But you have to learn and choose to pick it up and to 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 um, to really stand up for your own freedom. Very good, very good, and that is true. And universal law is. I think everything starts with education. It's it's a beautiful way to educate yourself, and it's a beautiful way to free yourself. But it it is much more. It's a community. It's a way to um, enforce your rights, and it's it's a way to. Um, you know, we need each other. So it's definitely, it's a forum as well. And we are out of time, Justin. I just wanted to thank you for being on the show. I just want to, I love the banter and I love how I'll say an idea and you'll expand on it. And, um, you just, (laughs) we do take it to like the very core, the very, um, center of of the issue so i love um i love how you think thank you and i know that you'll be back yeah for sure absolutely i'm not going anywhere (laughs) well good good all right um enjoy enjoy the rest of your day thanks so much leanne thank you i hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as i did to explore meta one or join the movement please visit metaone.io To learn more about individual sovereignty and what it means to become a human again, please visit number eight, universal law, number eight dot IO. Please like, share, and comment. We always like hearing from you. If there's a question you have or subject you would like discussed here on the podcast, please leave a suggestion in the comments. And until next time, live freely and live abundantly.